Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? Ready. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NFL. Is not the sexiest thing. And I'll be the first person to tell you that. Like, people are always comparing quarterbacks to quarterbacks, which is the right thing to do, but the style of play is completely different. You know, obviously looking at my game and looking at Patrick Mahomes play, Tom Brady play, you know, whoever is a gunslinger in this league that, that throws for a lot of yards, that's a way to win. I understand that. Cam Newton on his playing style, which these days is much less passing, much more running, a lot of defense, and he got a close game. That's why the Patriots are 6-6. Six and six. Kind of looks like his shoulder will never never be right, PK, and he'll never throw it like he did before. Bummer. Thursday Night Football, Patriots and the Rams. You can watch Cam Newton tonight. It's on Fox and the NFL Network, the Rams and the Seahawks. Been going back and forth. That division had a really fast start. They've cooled off a bit. Rams and Seahawks 8-4 and four, tied for first place. And they are in really good shape for the wild card. Uh, whichever team doesn't win that division would uh, right now have the top wild card and be the five seed and go off to play whoever wins the NFC. So Rams with a chance at home to get to 9-4 and four tonight. You want to make a pick in this one? Or it's too unpredictable? Well, I know you're going to pick the Rams, so I'll pick the Patriots. There it is. Uh, Adam Gase said his loss, the Jets' loss to the Raiders, was one of the toughest career of his career. He and his assistants were in a funk after losing on that late TD. Definitely trying to dispel the notion that they lost that game on purpose. And, of course, they fired their defensive coordinator after that game. They're going to fire him, too. Yes, they are. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. I think when the time comes after the season's over, I'll, I'll have a pretty good idea of what to do. You know, really the plan for me now is to, um, you know, finish up this week, um, get to a good bowl game, uh, compete, win the bowl game, and then, uh, you know, it really goes from there. And, and right now my plan is to come back next year. You know, really I haven't thought about it because uh, all my focus is with these boys. And um, I really think when the time comes, I'll know what to do. That's Zach Wilson on his future. So I guess he's not opting out of a bowl game as it stands now. And uh, there you go. You think he's going to say, I'm out? No. Nope. We talked about this yesterday. This, you know how sometimes, like, when you're the one millionth customer and you go through a turnstile or something, you get a prize and it's random? This is the one millionth time someone who has been in this position has answered and said those very things. Well, he ought to get a prize then. He's going to. He's First going round to get NFL millions. draft pick. <laughs> He's definitely going to get a prize. Of course he's going to say that. And you're not going to get a good bowl game. You're going to get a crappy bowl game. (laughs) And you're going to win it. And then after that, you can go off to the NFL. If he wants to come back, he's going to come back. But And I realize we have to ask him this at this point, but these are canned responses that every single player who's ever been in this position, these are the canned answers that they come up with. It's the game. There's no way he's going to say, I am out, see ya, we lost this game, we don't have a snowball's chance of getting in a good bowl game, so why the hell would I stick around for this? This is a joke. I got to prepare, I got to worry about myself, love you guys, but best of luck to you. I mean, come on, no one is ever going to say that. 
LSU is, speaking of good bowl games, LSU has self-imposed a one-year bowl ban, adding the list of self-imposed sanctions stemming from the NCAA's investigation into improper booster payments to its football programs. Defending national champions, the Tigers are 3-5 and five this year. I don't know what bowl game oh, they'd end up. I mean, you don't have to be bowl eligible, so they could go somewhere, but they're still 3-5. and five. Of all the years that we're not going to a bowl. Oh, okay. shucks. Neither fans, and you're 3-5. and five. Boy, they really slapped themselves on the wrist right there. I've thought about this long and hard, and I am not going on a mission. I don't just don't, I just don't think it's the best for me at this time. The old oaken bucket. Not going to play be played. Indiana and Purdue, they've called that game off. COVID increases at both schools. Big Ten, meanwhile, eliminating the provision that you got to play six games to be eligible for the Big Ten title game. So now Ohio State is in the game with Michigan's off this week, but Ohio State will be in the Big Ten title game. And why wouldn't they be? Because there was a rule that was made up on the spot several weeks ago, and they want to stick to it. So somebody who cancels that you have nothing to do with it can wreck you. You get penalized? That made no sense. They didn't think that through. Nobody thought really much of anything through because we didn't know what the through was going to be when we got there. So it sounded good at the time, but then they realized, okay, this is our best team. They're way better than everybody else. And so somebody can't play. Michigan can't play. What was Ohio State a 30-point favorite? I mean, I know that's why they play the game. But nine times out of ten, they play the game, and the 30-point favorite wins. Often by 30. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not that type of player that, you know, talk with his agent um, five times a week or seven times a week. I, I really don't focus on that. I just, I know my agent. Um, I've known him since I was 17 and a half. Uh, and my other agent, I've known him since I was 16. I know they're going to do the best job uh, that they can. And I um, just trust them. I put the trust in them. And I'm just focusing in basketball. Giannis Antetokounmpo, would you like to give us a speech about canned responses? Well, that's that's a great position to be in because you know you're going to get millions. So why would you be worried about that? Is he setting it up to leave Milwaukee? Because that's what it sounds like to me. Uh, well, you're just going to go, why would somebody stay in Milwaukee? You go most of the time with the canned, obviously. No, I get why he would stay in Milwaukee. But if he stayed in Milwaukee, wouldn't he have already done the extension? Why? Because then he'd have the money if he got hurt. You know, if he has Clay Thompson injuries and he's good to go. He's got it. Unless he dies, he's going to get the money. Now Durant tore his Achilles and got the money. (laughs) So So, why not wait to see? When you're in this position, you've got all the leverage. So why give up the leverage? Speaking of leverage, the guy who says he has none, Pau Gasol, is considering a return to play for the Lakers. Of course, he and Kobe a decade ago teamed up to win back-to-back championships there. Now his brother Mark is there. Powell is 40. He wants to play on Spain's Olympic team. He wants to be in the NBA. The quote, there is meaning in history there. I'm not going to lie. It would be very special. And now that my brother's there, even more special. But I'm not in a position now to be very demanding. I don't have 10 offers on the table. Yeah, I was thinking about this when I saw this yesterday. And I'm not there, but I'm going to be there. Hopefully I'm going to be there. Um, hopefully everyone's going to be there of when it's over and it was a great phenomenal run you loved it dearly 
and it's hard to admit that it's over. You know, I'd read your senator in California, the New Yorker, at 87 years of age, and she's still going, and she can't remember this or that and whatnot. And it's, it's obvious, and it, it, it must be, and I haven't been there, and I hope I am there, that it must be really hard to move on with your life when you've been doing something for so long and it's become such a daily fabric of who you are and then it's not there anymore like the other day when you were out you told me at 7 15 it's a pain to get up early but at 7 15 you want to be talking sports absolutely and so we're going to face that i hope i hope we face, face it yeah. you're gonna face it sooner or later well <laughs> not necessarily i mean they may you may die uh, ahead of time they may fire you ahead of time that that's I consider firing facing it, just having to face it earlier, you know. But you're right. Making yourself do it, making yourself walk away is hard. That is different than them saying, and now you get to walk away. Please come to the general manager's office and bring your security card. And we see so many of them. Al Michaels got the baseball award. I was watching the baseball channel uh, last night, yeah. and they were talking to him about the Ford Frick Award. He's 75 years old. And he's still doing what the Sunday night thing. It's hard to give it up. It's who you are. It's to, to not completely who you are, but it's a big chunk of who you it's are. Who you, yeah. who you are, and this is what you've been doing. And so, in, in a sense, the Barry Sanderses and the Calvin Johnsons. There's so few of those guys, and I admire them. Jim Brown did it. At, uh, they say he did it, and he left a lot of uh, play on the table when he walked away back in what was in the 50s or 60s. And they 60s. stayed away, and they moved on, and and in a sense, I have that's the unusual, and I have great respect for them to be able to do that and go on and do something else, and and really not look back. Golden State Warriors star Steph Curry said he relishes the opportunity to try to lead the franchise back to the top after their stellar five-year run. They've had injuries, they've had roster turnover. Obviously, they're in last place last year. And he says to kind of have a fresh reset from the five-year run was, well, I wouldn't call it necessary because I would have loved to have been playing last year, but it was useful. We've had a lot of success, a lot of experiences these last five years. It's been a crazy roller coaster. It almost feels like we're starting at ground zero again, which is kind of awesome. Well, what's he going to say? Yeah, but this sucks, man. I wish we had Clay Thompson and Durant and we're still beating people and we were the heavy favorite because that's not where you are. So make the best of your situation, which is what he has. And so why not approach it like that? I think the part where he says, but it was useful. We've heard from people now who've made multiple long postseason runs. Uh, Jordan, we heard it in the documentary we all watched when there were no games. Um, you know, that chance to reset, that the just exhausted after the three straight uh, title runs. And LeBron, to a degree, with uh, missing the playoffs with the Lakers when he was hurt the first year. Uh, he talked a little bit about... Uh, you know, getting that break was a positive, although all the losing is a negative, and now it's kind of the same thing out of Steph Curry. Good position yeah, he, to be in, right? You've he's won a lot. younger than those guys. Yeah. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Right now, we're not, a, we're not a, a great team. We're not really a very good team. We're a team that's playing hard and committed to work towards winning with each other and, and committed to fighting. It's great. That's the baseline. That's what we want. But we, have to, we, we just have to improve how we play now. And I'm grateful that we have that problem, not the other. I'm grateful that our locker room is good. I'm grateful these guys are fighting. I'm grateful they're learning how to fight harder. Like, that's the stuff that you lose sleep about as a coach. In terms of us playing well, we'll figure that out. And we got a really tough stretch here. 
um, that's going to, you know, that's going to continue to teach us a lot with the end goal of becoming a great team. That's Mark Pope's assessment of BYU after they lost at home to Boise State. They fell behind 14 to nothing, didn't do anything, could not score in the first eight minutes of the game. And PK, I think if you boil down what he just said, they defended well. They were defending just fine, but they were way behind because the offense was just so stagnant. Guys weren't moving and they weren't hitting contested shots and they weren't getting open shots and they weren't getting anything in transition and they weren't getting to the free throw line. And I'm sure he was thinking about all that stuff as he was talking about you know, what they still need to accomplish. But the baseline is they, they did defense, they didn't get blown out, and they came back and tied the game, although they never led. Well, when you look at them, why wouldn't this team have offensive struggles? Who knows who? Nobody. I mean, they're just kind of sort of standing around waiting for Barcelo to do something. Yeah. I mean, Averett, did he even know who Matt Harms was until a few months ago? Pro- really, when you think not. about it. And, and I, the positive is to watch the offense – develop as it goes because I thought Averett did a good job of, of getting to the lane a couple of floaters finding harms they don't really know where does harms like the ball you just you look at Joe Ingles was he running that pick and roll and the lobs and the stuff and the, and the bounce pass to favors as these favors is rolling was that happening early no it took a bit well, these guys are just thrown together. That's what I was talking about yesterday, that when you do this transfer route like this, it's inevitable to an extent. And last year they could get away with it because they still had Childs and Hawes. They had a basis and a foundation. Here they really don't. It's all new guys, really, Harding and Barcelo, but Harding's role has increased. And then coming off the bench, you know, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be tonight? You don't really know. It's like uh, it's just Johnson. Now it's this Johnson kid's turn. And a couple games ago, uh, he wasn't getting as much. And Nell was getting some. So they're sort of all over the map. And it, it, it's to be expected that you would have these struggles offensively. I like how towards in the second half, they were finding harms more. He's seven feet three. You know, <laughs> Get him the ball up top where he can do stuff. Because... There's not that many teams are going to have that kind of height, and Boise had a gut, you know, the big guys had foul trouble. So there's some positives to take from that. Uh, they're going to have to get better, as Pope says. I think he explained it uh, very well. And they're going to have a tough game against the Utes on Saturday. Uh, Utes looking like, uh, I can argue, they're at least as good as Boise, if not better, remains to be seen. We need some more evidence rather than just two games against teams who haven't won games. But they clearly have talent. That's not the issue, whether that really for both sides, both sides clearly have talent. It's just how much how fast can it mesh? And for BYU, this is going to be Pope's M.O. to an extent. And I don't really even know what M.O. means. It just I've heard it sounds cool. So I want to sound cool. Sound you like know, know what, what it about. means. Come on. You're an Arizona State guy. Walter Cronkite, School of Broadcasting. You're I don't a wordsmith. Speak, I don't speak Portuguese, so I don't really know what it means. Modus operandi. That's how they and, operate. And their what, mode of operation. What I know, but if I why not just say operation? That's how they operate. But mo sounds cool. You know what I'm saying? Instead of that's how they operate. That's how that's their mo. It just makes me sound more intelligent. So you, Heaven knows I can use that. So you do know what it means. But I don't know the origin is what, what I'm talking about. I think that it, uh, I think that you're right about the uh, you know when you mentioned the foul trouble. I think that's something to watch in all these games going forward. 
because they get the ball to harms down low. It's not just lobs. There's some post stuff, and they'll probably have to figure that out, how they want to do that going forward. But it puts pressure on the big guy to defend and to battle for rebounds. And then bringing Richard Harward in behind him, he's a 6'11", dude. He's a big guy, and so there's constantly pressure. You're at risk of fouling. You're having to compete. They're not running a stiff out there where you're just, you know, away from the ball, just kind of standing there waiting to play help defense and block a shot. So. Hey, Yock, what's up with this Harwell's tats? He's like from Orm, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Orm. What are we you're doing from here? Orm. He's one of your peeps. You're all from he Orm. Went, he went to Orm High School. Let's oh, be clear about there it here. is. The Mountain View Orm <laughs> thing. I see it. <laughs> If he'd gone to Mountain View, it would have been different. Yeah, more time, One time, uh, Mike Empey, he he quoted some rap guy to me. I said, Mike, what are you doing? He said, hey, I grew up in the mean streaks of Pocatello, buddy. (laughs) Mike Empey is a classic, man. He's really good at that. Southern Utah beat UVU 81-71. Devin Jones had a career-high 33. Southern Utah is 4-1. Look out for the T-Birds. They're going to win the whack. What? They're going to win the whack. Not yet. (laughs) Not yet, but they're going to win the whack someday, huh? DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. All Major League Baseball first team announced. Would you like to highlight any of the guys? I mean, the MVP's on it. That's not surprising. Freddie Freeman. First team all baseballer. (laughs) Wax getting a lot of run here in the last 45 seconds. Oh, SUU received an invitation. They said to join the WAC. We'll see if they join it down the line. uh, I can go ahead. Who, Who was it? I mean, most of these guys would be predictable. Obviously, Freeman was MVP, so he certainly would be uh, first team all Trevor Bauer won the Cy Young, so... Shane Shane Bieber. That good pitcher for Cleveland, yeah. Mookie Betts, Mike Trout. I mean, these are all shocking names. Oh, get out of town. Uh, the Bees are going to continue their affiliation with the Angels, it was announced. Major League Baseball reconfiguring minor league baseball. 40 cities lose teams. Pioneer League is going to operate as an independent partner league. The Ogden Raptors remain in the league, but the Ormals move to Colorado. So... Of a little so less minor league baseball here on the Los down the uh, Utah County who went to those, I, I feel bad. But, of yeah. course, the, the Salt Lake was going to be a AAA affiliate of somebody, and if it's the Angels, great. I'd just as soon have it be a, a California team. Somebody we're already familiar with. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's like, you know, I saw your stuff on, well, the MLS commissioner says the, the Salt Lake is going to continue to have the franchise. Of course it would. They packed the place. Well, they got a beautiful stadium yep. and a beautiful setting. Why would you go anyplace else? I mean, they may move this team, but they turn around and get another team. It's the same thing that I felt like with uh, the Bees organization. They may, may change the affiliation, but they it's a beautiful stadium in a beautiful setting. It's the exact same thing. Of course they would have one. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Craig Bullerjack, TV voice of the Jazz at 8.30. I saw some stuff on uh, Twitter. Uh, you know, are the preseason games going to be on TV? And one of the beat writers responded that, yes, there'd be a couple. I think it was Andy Larson who said, yeah, there's going to be a couple, but I don't know about the road game. And I, I texted Bowler, they're all going to be on, PK. Well, yeah, you were off last Thursday, but that's week old news. <laughs> Bill Bender, national college football writer for the Sporting News. 
based in Columbus, Ohio. He is going to join us at 9 o'clock to talk college football. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.